Hello, Sports Ethos World, and welcome to Supermax, a fantasy basketball podcast where the two co-hosts have the same first name, Jared, and we talk about salary cap leagues. And I am here not to talk about basketball or the Super Bowl or the trade deadline, but I'm specifically here to throw a celebration party for my good friend, Mr. Justin Powell, our special guest, who is a Philadelphia native and lifelong Sixers fan. How are you feeling, Mr. Justin Powell? It feels good. It feels good. Especially, you know, we're doing this here because all year long, you like to troll me about, oh, the Sixers should be just being up to Simmons for this and that. And I tried to explain, no, he has value. And which one of us was right? I mean, he still hasn't played basketball and no one knows when he will. But I'm also hosted uh, by my co-host, Jared Ross King. Uh, have host, I trolled the Sixers? Well, yeah, I'm hosting you here. It's You're hosted by your co-host? Yes. Okay, it makes some sense. Got it. I think it's a verb. You can host someone. It works. Yeah, no, it totally works. Have I trolled the Sixers to you? Because I feel like I only do that to Justin. Uh, no, you've trolled everybody but mostly the Knicks uh to me so I would say it's it's 70 percent Knicks 30 percent every other team uh and Chuma Okiki of the Orlando Magic no you lay off Chuma Chuma's Chuma's Chuma is the next uh LeBron 100 percent I can't believe I said those words no we're gonna edit that out so uh you can save face on the internet although I did just pick up Mo Bamba I don't know who dropped him in our league, but I added him. Anywho, that's not important. What's hey, important is he, he, what? Look, Mo, I just gotta say, Mobamba has been, you know, putting up stats. Have they been? He's pretty? been okay. No. Have no. they been numbers? Yes. Numbers go up. Uh, let's let's just get into the fantasy implications of the trade deadline. Uh, I'm going to go to our guest, Mr. Justin Powell. No one knows when Ben Simmons is playing basketball. Um, so here's the thing. I think Clutch and him are going to try to go to arbitration and get some money back. And if he were to like play the next game, then all that mental health stuff kind of falls apart. And that's yeah, right. Would be an issue if you're yeah. trying to get back, what, 20 million. So I think they're literally, even though the team needs him, they're, they're, they're slow walking it so they can like have an arbitration case. I mean, I think that is the correct answer, and it's the logical answer, but I feel like you should have also said, who cares? He's off my team. I don't have to think about him anymore. Um, I had, I told Last time I was on the podcast, I told you I don't think about Ben Simmons because he wasn't around. He wasn't around. Like, to the point still that, not like, around. This trade actually was you trading Seth Curry for J- James Harden because he just wasn't a factor. Yeah, you were, you were literally just trading away $30 million. Seth Curry, Drummond, and two first rounds for. I mean, that's a that's that's pretty good when you think about it. Um, yeah, for like what was Harden like? He's regressed, but he's still like twenty two and ten. He's what the fifteenth top twenty player. Like that's, I'll take that. Sure. I think I think he turns on the Jets. Yeah, he was. So you know, Rudy Gobert was taking over him. That 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 all star selection was hilarious because LeBron literally. LeBron, like you could tell for the first second it started, LeBron was trying to force him to take. Yep. <laughs> he was having fun. I mean, was the, thing, the, the thing with Harden, though, is we've seen this already before, right? What we saw last season where he was on the Rockets and he was playing 
uh, absolutely miserably. And then the moment he got to the Rockets and was playing, he, or I'm sorry, he got to the Nets and was playing, he suddenly was good again. So I think that there's going to be that same sort of thing this season with Philly. There might be a little bit of a uh, adjustment period with Embiid. But once he gets rolling, I mean, you got two superstars there. It's going to be a lot of fun for 76ers fans. Yeah, I mean, this is the best player uh, Embiid has ever played with. And at the same time, you know, my thing with Harden, everyone's like, oh, he forced his way out. Harden signed up to play with Kyrie Irving and Katie. Now, Katie got hurt. There's nothing you could do about that. But Kyrie refusing to get vaccinated. Like, that's not what he signed up for. So, like, like I know right. people are saying, like, he forced his way out. He, he he signed up to play with those two guys. The one guy's like, no, I'm not going to play because I won't get this one thing. Then, like, can we really be mad at him for wanting to leave when he's now, like, oh, he's taking on all the burden himself. He's basically back in Houston because Durant's out, and he's carrying a team that is not very good besides those three guys. Like, come on. No, you're 100% right. I, I will say you quickly said that Harden was the best player to ever play with Embiid. That is a uh, shot in the face to former Magic legend Tobias Harris, and uh, he will take that very personally. And um, Paul Reed. And, and, and the Paul Reed. In all seriousness, uh, no, you're 100% right. Uh, Harden came to a situation, expected one thing, and then, you know, like you said, the KD injuries, you can't really control that. But Kyrie becoming a part-time player is – and and for what the first two months, what didn't play at all, so um, that it's definitely a situation that you didn't sign up for, and now you're headed to to Philly to to play with who I have said on this podcast multiple times could be the MVP this season. The, the real story is that Harden is reunited, is reunited with the love of his life, Daryl Moore. I look off the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Those, those we only two... saw the first hug. We didn't see everything that happened afterwards. Amen. As soon as Maury got here, he offered up Simmons. <laughs> so, like, this is this is destined. Yeah, unbelievable. I, I think once, once, once he he's going, like I said, Sixers are gonna be fun to watch. Um, and and Paul Millsap, I think, is kind of like, of course, he's not a headliner at all in this deal, but I think Millsap can definitely contribute. Uh, to this team. There were rumors that he was going to be bought out, but he passes physical. I think he's going to play for this team. Uh, he's going to be an asset as well. Well, I mean, Drummond, all, you know, was a solid backup, maybe the best, best backup center elite. You got you to replace those minutes. So you right now you're trying Paul Reed, who really should be a power forward there, and then Millsap. And then, like, they drafted somebody named Charles Bassey, who I liked, but he hasn't really been playing because they had Drummond. So you got you got to figure out what you're going to do. So you so you're not you know because Embiid should be playing what 25, 28 minutes a game. You don't want him playing too much, right? Right. I mean, he's what? he's. I'm pretty sure he's been playing well into the 30s uh, of late. But yeah, the target that you want for a guy like him, especially when we go back and look at the fact he's had knee issues in the past couple seasons uh, coming into the playoffs, you want to uh, alleviate that and not have that be an issue. So. 25 to 28 is definitely a target you want to shoot for when it comes to Joel Embiid. Uh, real quick, some rapid fire questions. This is for anyone. When are we going to see Jaden Springer? Jalen Springer? What, what is that rookie's name? Jaden Springer. 
you and I were talking about this last night. Doc Rivers is a maniac. So, like, people are talking about the, the first round picks. First of all, there were 21 first round pick. Jaden Springer, I think, has played two games. He just doesn't play rookies. And so, like, the pick they have this year is not that valuable. Who knows what that 27 pick is? I think it's, I think it is, it, there is some protection in the 27 pick and becomes an 18 pick, a 28 pick if it's like top 10, I think. I'm not sure. So, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, you're going to have to replace those Seth Curry minutes. And so, like, obviously, someone you draft in the first round would be a contender. But with Doc, who knows? That might just mean more Danny Green. I, I don't, I just don't know. Ugh. Um, Jared Ross King. I think it's got to be. Well, just a point on that. I think it's got to be Danny Green because I don't, can't think of who the uh, alternative is to fill that Curry role in any sort of way uh, that's already right. on the roster. I mean, obviously, Shut up. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you can maybe there's somebody who comes available on the on the buyout market. There's always somebody that's just like, oh, this guy. Um, but I can't think of who that player is off the top of my head. One of the, there was a guy they drafted last year in the middle of the second round who is who was like who was a three point specialist at Arkansas named Isaiah Joe. So, but he hasn't really been getting that much burn lately. But I don't know. I'm sorry, Isaiah. Isaiah Joe is my favorite name and <laughs> one of my favorite names in the NBA. Cause when I first heard the name, I was like, Isaiah Joe's not a real player. Isaiah Joe is a guy who was on uh, 2K who the game just created and is like, here, here's a guy named Isaiah Joe. Cause Isaiah Joe just didn't sound like a real name. So, uh, so I, the fact he is a real player who, who can shoot a three apparently. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Isaiah Joe, let's, let's, let's do it. I love that you don't think Isaiah Joe is a real person, but there's someone named Charlie. No! Junior on the team. I mean, look, (laughs) Isaiah Joe, I now believe is a real person, but there was a point when I fully believed he was a fake person. Uh, Some context in our uh, salary cap league that we've been doing since I met Mr. Ross King uh, in college. We just, anytime there's like people who are picked up um, from the (laughs) back then D league and now G league or buyout guys or just dudes who are drafted who started, you know, playing time on bad teams. We would always have an in joke of like, that's you just made that name up. That's not a real guy. Like, why are you like, you know, faking your salary sheet? Like, stop making up players. And it just kept going for a decade plus. Um, so that's definitely like Isaiah Joe. Did you just make that up? Is that a typo? What is that? I especially think um, the thing that has been happening since they've had like these COVID replacements. Like, just, just like oh literally anyone could play yeah. basketball. <laughs> let me let, let me just look at some of the names when I look at like the team salaries. Dwayne Washington Jr. I, I've never heard of this man. Trent Forrest. That that's got to be fake. Um, I mean, just like it's it's every time I like I look at some of these teams, I'm just like, who you play for Utah? Like what? Insane. Um, real quickly before we go to some other deals, Mr. Ross King, you uh, pulled off a, a steal and that you traded for Seth Curry. And it looks like him and Drummond are going to be much, much better in salary cap league, considering they're underneath ten million. Well, I mean Drummond's minimum. Um, yeah, it seems I like mean, the guy I gave up for him was Dennis Schroeder, who's now uh, in in one of the no hells of the land. NBA, which is Houston. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he he's a potential buyout guy. He could end up somewhere else. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm. That's definitely a big role because they're going to need him. I mean, I have the Nets on right now, and it's Kyrie Irving, Patty Mills, and then mostly guys that I didn't know existed until a few weeks ago. Um, so so Seth Curry is going to get a lot of playing time on this team. 
especially when you go back to the fact that Kyrie's only going to play half the time. Durant's hurt. We don't know. Uh, there's a real possibility Simmons doesn't play in the regular season. So yeah, I, and I'm not afraid of like Nick's Claxton and, and like Drummond. Like they just they need as many competent players as possible. But absolutely. so obviously Curry's value goes up, Drummond's value goes up. I mean Ben Simmons eventually he will play, and I'm not quite sure you're going to add him in a salary cap league for 30 plus million. Um, Harden obviously he's, he's going to go up. Here's the the question though. Is, does someone take the risk and add Ben Simmons expecting him to just become like, oh my God, like fantasy wise, holy smokes, like, or just nah, not worth the money? I, I don't know. Well, first of all, there's something I mentioned to you last night when we were talking about what we were going to talk about here. Ben Simmons quit on Seth Curry and Andre, Andre Johnson. So, like, I understand those dudes play together, but like, he quit on that. So there's going to, like, you can say they're not, they're professionals, they're not going to be issued. There's going to be an issue there. And so the idea that he's just going to come back and become like a triple double machine and stuff like that, I do think he will shoot more. But is he going to shoot effectively? I don't know. It, it, he's he, never he someone quit on basketball. <laughs> I don't know. Like, he, he's never someone who was looking to draw contact. So he's not even someone who, who you can rely on to get like eight to 10. You know, three, four important a game. I don't, I don't know what Ben Simmons looks like on this team because they don't. We've never seen Ben Simmons play without like a dominant post player, and so like he's gonna basically have to show up and just do whatever Kevin Durant tells him because Kevin Durant is the person who made the decision to to switch him and and Hart. Yeah, Kevin Durant and LeBron James are the coach, the head coach, and the GM of their respective teams. Um, there's no disputing that. Wow, no follow up. Everyone agreed. I love it. I mean, it's Perfect. true. Like, <laughs> yes, no, I'm right. I mean, it is true. <laughs> um, so I'm going to segue us off the the mega deal, and I will pivot to a bit of a weird, not not quite a specific three-team deal, but the sort of aftermath of a three-team deal. So let me set this up. One of the people in our salary cap leagues who is either in first or second place um, has a roster in which the following names show up. Uh, Trent Forrest, Terry Taylor, Greg Brown Third, Udoka Azubuki. Um, some people I've never heard of. But there is one name that I I look at and I go, oh my God, looking at his numbers. I just finished watching the Knicks lose a, a 25 point lead to the Trailblazers. Is Anthony Simon secretly the, the winner of the trade deadline? Because holy cow, he scored 30, had eight assists, five rebounds, two turnovers in 37 minutes against New York tonight. This just happened. Anthony well, Simon. Simons was already trending up as the season was going along, but now Norm Powell's gone, CJ McCollum's gone, Dame's not playing. Anthony uh, Simons not going to be on the team next one. year. But uh, I mean, well, it depends on who you talk to, but he's not playing the rest of this season, most likely for the Blazers. Anthony Simons is now the number one option on offense uh, for that team, and he's making the most of that time. He's making the most of that opportunity, and it's not really surprising to me. Um, but the fact he's doing this well is, is a little surprising. 
Yeah, I mean, Simons is the reason that you, you were comfortable getting rid of Norm Powell, who you traded for, what, was it this Was it this offseason? Or was it the one before? Uh, no, they trade. I think, if I remember correctly, they traded for Norm Powell at the deadline last year, and they gave up Gary Trent to get him. All right, yeah. So, like, Simons, as you said, was trending upward. So, he, and it's, once again, it's a value thing, you know, as a salary cap league. Simons is making, what, like $4 million and who knows how much CJ McCullough is making. That was one of the things that one of the things we and they talk about is that when, when we were talking about people who Harden, like who do you could trade Simmons for, Jared kept pushing me, De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox. I was like, first of all, you have Tyrese Maxey. They're not the same player, but Maxey could be better. Jared said that was ridiculous. Remember when you said that, Jared? I still want the Knicks to trade for him. <laughs> all right, but I like essentially, Fox. You're, you're, getting the, you're getting the same value. That was my whole thing where I was like, Jared also kept pushing for them to trade for CJ McCollum. I was like, Seth Curry and CJ McCollum are basically the same player, except one costs like three million more. So Okay. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, you are right now. You are correct now, today, in February of 2022, but before the season started, when we were like, oh, Simmons is dead weight, get rid of him. CJ hadn't punctured his lung. Um, and De'Aaron Fox was still like good. <laughs> so like who, who saw those guys being I like, saw it coming. Just like I saw like I don't I don't like uh Fox's stats. They're they're kind of empty in the same way. And as for CJ, the CJ McCollum has always just been bad Dame Lillard. So like if you're trying to get Dame Lillard, why would you trade for bad Dame Lillard? <laughs> I think I think the series of events that happened with code vaccinations, the union not requiring them, and then it, it was ultimately just a snowball of like, oh, Kyrie's not getting it because he's a nut job. Just totally whacked out of his mind. Uh, he's on another planet. Oh, he and then Durant gets hurt. Oh, there's no one around in this super team, quote unquote. Oh, maybe I should just think about playing with the MVP Joel Embiid, and then now we're talking. But um, is there is there another consequent a consequential trade that happened in the last week, Mister Ross King, that affects fantasy to you more? I mean, we're not even talking about the Sixers, but like. More than the Derek White deal, it seems like he might be the, another big winner. Uh, yeah, I, I mean that's why the Celtics moved off Schroeder because for uh, or Schroeder, however you want to pronounce his name, I always get it wrong. Schreder. But for Schreder, but but for like an hour they had Marcus Smart's uh, uh, D Schroeds, as I'm going to call him from now on, and uh, and Derek White, and then they end up moving uh, Schroeds to uh, to Houston. Derek White is going uh, to an organization that we talk about Spurs culture, right? And and Professor John's probably hearing this, just like, ooh, he's 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 finally like, his he's had us on up. the back, he's had us on in the background for thirty minutes, but suddenly he's just like, oh, I want to listen to everything that's said now. Uh, we want we talk about Spurs culture. We've talked about that for what twenty years, and. Uh, Derek White was a guy who was just like 100% Spurs culture, bought into everything, never complained, never anything like that. I, I'm not sure if his value goes up as a result of this trade, though, because I still feel like they're going to be starting Marcus Smart, which they've done over the past few games, and Derek White's going to be a good bench player, but I feel like there's more opportunity if he had stayed in San Antonio. So I shouldn't as pick him up from a fantasy million. perspective. 
off the waiver wire. I, I would I would watch a couple games with them before doing that because I mean, fifteen million is not nothing. So yeah, that's like Norman Powell, Robert Covington money, and those guys are probably going to get a lot more touches on the Clippers now that like there's no one there and right. Terrence I mean, Mann hasn't we were, taken the step. We talked about Norm Powell last week and, and we both said, hey, let's see what happens first. And that very night, Powell put up, I believe, 28 uh, against whoever it was they played. Um, I can't remember. I just remember he had a really, really good game. Uh, I mean, if he's available, I would definitely consider him just because of the usage he's going to get with the Clippers going down the stretch. Um as long as Paul George and Kawhi are out, his issue is going to be high. But for Derek White, I just don't know yet. Uh, and we'll, we'll have to see what happens um, as he is uh, brought into the fold in Boston begins playing. But until that happens, it's tough to say whether he's worth the $15 million or not. I would say with Derek White, wait closer to the end of the season. Because something, another thing that Jaron and I have been talking about is that it's not working with Tatum Brown. Someone's going to have to go. And so you, it's going to most likely be Brown. So then you have Derek White there. And maybe you also can get all smart and then you like you can rebuild the team. But until then, I don't, as you said, like it's going to be pretty up in the air. I, I still can't believe someone in our league dropped Time Lord. He's been awesome for me so far this year. I, I, unbelievable that I got that gift. On the flip side, someone whose name interested me because now he's on Utah, who's now looking a little sparse, is Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who was one of the mm. darling draft choices in a salary cap league because you figured, oh my God, he's going to like get more minutes, get more touches. He's really cheap. He's young. He's talented. He's got potential. And then at a certain point on the Pelicans, he got dropped. And then I had him and then I dropped him. And now he's on Utah and he hasn't played in a few days. What is going on with NAW? I mean, at some point he's going to play, right? Is there an injury that I'm not aware of with him? Um, he The last time he played a professional basketball game, he played one minute last night in Orlando? No, there's no way that's right. Um, the last I mean, time he actually played a, a basketball game was a week ago where he played Houston, but they didn't play Houston again. They played like a like two days later, and he would play against them. And that was when he was on the Pelicans. He hasn't even been doing that well, like in the month of February. Like, well, last night's game, unfortunately, I watched it. It was a blowout. Um, uh, yeah, for a minute, if for a minute, it felt like Orlando could challenge. They were down, uh, I think it was 85 to 84. Like they were right there. And then they were like, oh, wait, we're tanking. And then they just let the Jazz run away with it. Um, but yeah, he came in that last like minute or so, and that's the only time I saw him. I honestly forgot about him, uh, until he came in. I, I they, they have to use him, right? They have to try him out. And, and they made the move for a reason to replace the Joe Ingles part of their offense. I, they have to, am I crazy in saying that they have to figure out a way to use him? Dude, I'm telling you, this year, this season has been crush dreams nonstop with the amount of guys that we were hyping before the draft, during the draft, a little after the draft. Like, oh, my God, Moses Brown on Dallas. And like, oh, my God, you know, this dude and these rookies. And then so many people who you thought would be good were bad. And so many no names are good. Like, 
just a complete like next year's like draft is going to be a complete 180. Um, here's another guy I want to toss out. I am flabbergasted that Rashawn Holmes went from he's exceptional. He was this uh, hoop ball darling because a lot of the people who made the website that is hosting this podcast um, are Kings reporters, Kings fans. And they were talking up for Sean Holmes. Wasn't he on the Sixers back in the day, Justin? Sixers drafted him. Yeah. And like he blossomed in Sacramento. And this year it was like, oh, I got to draft him. And someone took him early on. And then he got dropped a few weeks ago. And I was like, why would you drop with Sean Holmes? He's still putting up like, you know, like double digit points and almost double digit rebounds. And as I held on to him, his value has eroded and then eroded and then eroded. And then they traded for some bonus. And now he's coming off the bench and he's barely scoring and he's barely doing anything. And his value is so tanked that I ended up dropping him as we record this very moment. I got rid of him. I can't pay him $10 million. What happened to Rashawn Holmes? Plays for the Kings. (laughs) (laughs) Zing. There it is. So wait, like I only watched a little bit of them. Were they playing him at the, at the four? Uh, no, no, he was always the center because they always had Barnes or Bagley. Because because Sabonis Sabonis was playing, you know, he was playing four in Indiana. So like, are they just not like who's who's playing center? Are they just because the, the, they're both like kind of undersized? They just they don't think they can play them together. Yeah, they're 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 bringing Rashawn Holmes off the bench and they're barely giving him minutes off the bench. It is wild. I, I, I mean. King's logic, I mean, I don't understand that at all. I, again, like like Justin, I haven't really watched the Kings. So, uh, and why would you unless you're a huge fan or you're a fan of the team they're playing against? Um, so I don't understand why you're not playing. I mean, you, you, you suck already. Just play Sabonis and, and Holmes together. You already know that Holmes is good when he plays. Like, and I, am, I, am I missing something with him? Again, don't watch the Kings. Don't know. I don't watch. Okay, here we go. Mini rant. I'm not going to willingly watch an organization that just gave up Tyrese Halliburton with two and a half years left on his rookie contract. He like, was what are my you doing? next. He was my next talking point. What, do, um, what are you? What are you doing? Like I, I'm. I'm just. They, you know, we talked about this last week on the on the pod, and it was who are the Kings going to trade? Uh, uh, Harrison Barnes. Basically, definitely gone. De'Aaron Fox, maybe. Bagley, maybe. Uh, Buddy Heald, maybe. maybe. Tyrese, Tyrese Halliburton, absolutely not. And they trade. I. All right, they, let me set this up. Hold on. Let, let me set this up. Hold on. And then Justin, you can you can get the next point. Okay. Oh my god. On on February fifth, Tyrese Halliburton put up thirteen points, six rebounds. 17 assists, two steals, a block, and said that he needed to play better and that he wants to turn the losing culture around in Sacramento and he wanted to be here. He then gets traded and puts up 23, 6, and 3, and 3. I'm flabbergasted at a team being this dumb. I think they had to trade him because they really really messed up with the fox contract because fox is not worth that money and 
he's not movable. Like pe- they were trying to get rid of Fox and just people were just like, no. And so he was the next most valuable thing. And ultimately that, that sucks. I mean, I, I don't know why I'm not like this. The Sabonis do it for you guys. Like, I feel like they're caught. I mean, that brings back. That brings back to the old classic adage of two wrongs don't make a right. Just because you screwed up and gave Deer and Fox a really bad deal uh, doesn't mean you like, oh, you know what? We have this young guard here who's playing really well. Who fell to uh, us in the draft. Still, who fell, yeah, who fell to us in the draft. Let's, uh, we should probably move him to make up for the Deer and Fox. Like, like, I mean, maybe the Kings are using that as their logic and that wouldn't surprise me because they are just horrible at what they do. But it's it, like like Jared said multiple times. It's flabbergasted. Uh, we all are by the fact that they would willingly move Tyrese Halliburton for basically anybody who isn't like John Morant or uh, Giannis or someone of that caliber. I mean, Sabonis is is a young all star, and they want to make is, the playoffs. But-, but that is not the move you make trading away I, I, no. one of the best young players in the league. I mean, the whole thing was I think they had to eat it. They had to do something. But like, for example, if I if they had called the Celtics and said what starting with Halliburton, what gets us Brown? That that's Ooh. a better move. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a better move. I don't. Yeah, I, like Sabonis doesn't really do it for me, so I don't know why they did that. But like, there was better moves they made. Like stupid. I don't know, man. All right, here here's another point. So in uh, I have another league that's not salary cap. So there's a lot of players who are really good. I'm in first place. Because I don't have to pay any of these guys. I just pick them up and, and ride with them. I picked up Malcolm Brogdon because someone dropped him. The last game he played was on January 19th. Scored 19 points. It was a pretty good game for him. He has not played since. He keeps being listed as questionable, but has not seen play on the court. Am I going to have to drop him because they have healed and, and Halliburton now? I think Brogdon plays once he's back. He's just not healthy. I know, but like, is he... The guy I think he's going to be, or is he just like now an afterthought? I thought he was really, really injured. Like that was the whole thing. Or like Indian Apples had called Philly about like Brogdon and what's the name, and they're just like he was like no, and then he signed the deal. But I he's been sidelined for a month with a right Achilles soreness, and he keeps being questionable for every single game. But I've been reading that for a week now. I thought he was out for like going to be out like six months when the injury happened. Like I thought it was like a really major injury. Apparently I might be wrong. Back. But yeah. I don't know. Um I'll tell you what, I have Montrez Harrell in this other league. And he's on Charlotte now. Uh he's actually playing right now. They're getting blown out by Memphis. So is it wait, am I reading this right? He is oh okay. I thought he had nine turnovers. That's not true. He has nine points and eight rebounds. Um is that like a lateral move for Charlotte. I feel like that's a pretty good move for Charlotte, but I didn't think Charlotte like was like desperately so in badly need of a center because like I like PJ Washington and I like Plumley and and like you can kind of couple those guys together to kind of like make like a, a, a really good decent starting center. Um, you, it's mostly about ball and bridges. So do you do you really like Plumley? Like does Miles Plumley? Like does Mason okay. Plumley do it for you? I like PJ Washington. And Plumlee is is a body who is there to play. Like you All can't right, play. Well, well, how, how about this? Plumlee, Washington, Harrell, pick one. 
Um, I'm so tempted to say PJ Washington, but I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. What about Dress Harrell? Yeah, exactly. What, what, that's the. I mean, that's the point. He was available. They went out and got him, and I don't think it's the wrong move for them. I mean, no, but it's just I don't know. I don't know if it like moves the needle a lot. Like I like him, but it's not like I don't know. Again, I don't watch a lot of Hornets ball. What about the dude they got from Kentucky last year? Isn't he in the center? Was it Richards? Is he playing? I I honestly don't think he is. I thought you were talking about Book Night for a hot second. I thought oh they drafted yeah. No, I mean I I know I I know I know Book Night's good. Well, why didn't the Knicks draft him? Oh, that's right, because we're morons. God. Yeah, Nick Richards is his name. Obi Toppin. <laughs> Stop. Oh, it's plus minus. Stop. I, I can't. I can't. Oh, <laughs> a position of need, a guard. He slipped in the draft. His name is Halliburton. But what if we took another power forward who can't play defense? Ah, now we're talking. <sighs> Don't get me started. I bring this up every episode. Um, um, I do want to bring up uh, I think the best trade of the day, though, that has not been mentioned. Go um, for it. Orlando acquiring Bull Bull and then the MVP of the, of the season for us, cash considerations. All right, we can move on. Hey, Justin, is there anything else you'd like to talk about instead of the Orlando <laughs> Magic? Well, first of all, I told you, me and Jared talked about this, I like Bull Bull. And one, one, of the things, one of the things I was talking about, at some point they were talking about Simmons and Denver. I was like, Denver is paying like six dudes, like at least 15 million. So they're going to have to start shipping people out. And he was the most obvious choice. And so, I mean, th- there was some health concerns because then the other trail, f- uh, he-, he failed the physical. And that's why the other trade didn't happen. Right. The one he was supposed to go to. Uh, yeah. He, he, he was going to go to Detroit at one point um, during the season and then failed that physical. And then a couple weeks later, it's trade to Boston. Um and then on uh, Thursday, traded to Orlando. So, you, yeah, he failed that physical the first time around. What is Orlando going to do? There's like 15 dudes who play guards on that team, and then there's nobody else. Like, what? Do, Orlando? What do you got, yeah. You, you've got. No, that's not true. You're talking to Orlando Obama. Magic fan, by the way. I know. That's why I'm asking you. Because you got what? You got what? Suggs. You got. Uh, I, I love that I, he was like. The love of the Sixers fans' life, and I cannot remember his name right now. Um, uh, Cole Anthony, Gary he, Harris. Yeah, Aaron you have Ross. like there's a lot of guards there. I'm saying, are there? Are there why wasn't there any movement on them on that part? I just feel like. Well, I mean, uh, Harris and Ross were available, um, but nobody offered anything that was worthwhile to the Magic front office, so they're sticking around. Um, that's that's the only answer I have. Okay. All right. I'm just curious. I mean, like, Fultz is, you guys are paying Fultz 16 million. And yeah, but he hasn't played all. I mean, yeah. So hopefully soon, but we'll see. Oh. All right. Sorry to interrupt, Jared. Go ahead. Oh, you're not interrupting. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of like any other things that we should discuss because I feel like we hit the major trades and the major fantasy implications. And now it's just a matter of like, they're always still cheap young dudes on the waiver wire. You probably know whether or not you're making your fantasy playoffs. Like we're getting into the sort of home stretch. Um, so there's only so much we can do to help facilitate your championship run, listener. So uh you're we, most likely we, going to hold on to guys named James Harden. You know what I mean? Like it's not like we're like, oh, you gotta go pick up James Harden off the waiver wire, although he's probably on the waiver wire in our league. Yeah, yeah. Do we mention Gordon yet? Do we need to? 
I'm, I'm just saying, I think that's going to be a low Is he healthy price. enough to be a buyout guy? That's he, worth picking up. He's going to, this, the Spurs are buying him out. He's going to be on another team within a couple weeks. Um, and he's going to be making the minimum or, or close to it. So I think he's a guy that if you're in a tight bind, um, depending on where he lands, he might be a good option to pick up. The Sixers could use him. They could use another yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw the teams that were rumored. The Sixers were in there. The Celtics, which uh, with Derek White, I don't think you need another guard after adding him, but what do I know? Um, New York, because why not? Uh, Brooklyn, L.A. I think both L.A. teams were actually rumored. But, I mean, it's all the usual suspects on that end. The Lakers are now bad. I don't know, like, if you're Dragic and you can go to a good team, do you go to the Lakers? No. Lakers. Oh, Milwaukee was the other team. Milwaukee was the team that interested me the most because I think he would actually uh, benefit the most from Milwaukee. Milwaukee would benefit from him the most as well out of all the teams that were listed. And it made the most sense to me. Like, like you just said, why would you want to go to the Lakers right now when they're a dumpster fire in the way they are? To get that imaginary ring, they're going to promise you. Woo! Making a run. Can we just get to the part of the season where the Suns play the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals? I would like to just get to that part because that would be a lot of fun. Although, I'm not going to lie, awesome. Justin. I I smell a Phoenix-Philly Finals. The, the, the thing you need to figure out with this Harden thing is defensively. Like, yeah. That's, that's really it. And, like, also, like, can you make up those those like twelve points you were guaranteed to get from um, Seth Curry? Now, obviously, James Harden is going to be on the spot. I'm just curious whether or not Harden actually plays point guard on the team, or they're going to make Maxi the, the point guard and Harden the shooting guard. Like, I'm curious to see what this offense is going to look like because Maxi has proven to be something that you can work with and is playable. Like he 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 won he, he won them a playoff game last year, so. Like even though he is a smaller guard, how does he how does he factor to that? I don't know. I don't know. Like I, Can you stagger their minutes where it's like oof. they both technically start, but then they kind of take over the offense like alternatingly. Well, first of all, staggering minutes is gonna put fear in the heart of all Sixers fans because Doc Rivers is this thing where at like some points he'll just put in five backups. And then they all of a sudden that 20 point lead is now five points and it's terrifying. And he does it like every game. How much do you hate Doc Rivers? Doc Rivers is overrated. Like that list where he made the top 15 list, I was like, oh, they wanted a black guy in there. Like I Doc Rivers is okay. Like he he got that Celtics team that had three Hall of Famers on it, even though I hate. Paul Pierce. I'm not going to talk about that. Um, and that kind of made him, that gave him forever cachet, but like, Doc Rivers is, is okay, coach. Okay. Ron Liu has more, champ- or has just as many championships as Doc yeah. Rivers. He just has been coaching forever, so he's going to, I think he's already in the top 10 for like wins of all time, and so that's why he makes that list. I just, he's infuriating. Like, refusing to play rookies and these weird lineups and the whole reserve thing, I don't know. Okay, don't does he grind your players' knees into dust like he did when he literally... Tom Thibodeau literally sent Mitchell Robinson out and he would hobble back and forth on the court, clearly injured, 
and Tibbs wouldn't pull him. And I was just sitting there like, wow, this is terrible. He's not a, I mean, he's not a, he's not a maniac in the same way as Thibodeau is. Thibodeau's like, no, I need you to pick him up end to end. Like there's two minutes into the game's been on for two minutes. Like the only reason Grimes and, and uh, Reddish got minutes was because RJ Barrett's in a walking boot, but don't get me started on the Knicks who need to be uh, tanking their hearts out more than ever. Uh, That Reddish trade is not working out for you. Is it buddy? Dude, (laughs) I like him. He gets steals. He like play, like he's a good fit. Like I, Tom needs to play him and quickly and just, just play all the young guys. Like just get rid of all your veterans who are on, awful deals and just play every young person to either showcase them or to make them good and so they could lose and get draft picks, which is really all they need to do. But they don't pick the right people. So what are those draft picks going to do? They sometimes do because Grimes and Mitchell Robinson were second round picks. Um, they took Porzingis back when he was good. Um, they took Tim Hardaway Jr. before they did that whole They took Porzingis thing. because Porzingis refused to come to the Sixers. Because he was as he should have. Uh, oh, how's his career worked out for him? He's in Washington now. This is third team in what eighteen months? Yeah. No, no, it's been more than that. Porzingis. Yeah. How long was he in Dallas? Was he in there a whole season? He was in Dallas for at like least two three or three years. years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't pay attention to him because he. Law. <laughs> um. Let me just. I believe he was still on his rookie. Deal when he was traded, or he had just signed the extension. Yeah, he, he was traded from the Knicks to yeah. uh, to Mavericks. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me just update you real quick. Kevin Durant has spoken about the Nets' ten-game losing streak. "Quote: We don't. We know we're in some deep shit. We understand that, but one win that changes things. Yeah, it ends the streak, but you're still kind of sucking. Yeah. All right." We're going to end this podcast with me looking at the live standings because I haven't looked at them in a while, and I'm going to have my hair blown off my head at how insane these standings are. The, the, uh, just a live update. Paul Reed completed a dunk. I know okay, you put some slander on him, but I just want to let you uh, I picked him up early up- in the season. <laughs> live Paul update. Reed. The Magic uh, are still at the bottom. Okay, yeah. Orlando Magic, bad. Pistons, bad. Pacers, bad. Knicks, bad. Wizards bad. Hawks are in 10th. That's unbelievable considering they were in the Eastern Conference Finals. I told you, man, that all that insurance fraud caught up to him. All that, all that insurance fraud <laughs> caught up to him. Uh, Hornets are in ninth. They have a winning record. They're over 500, even though they like are a better team and their players are better and everything about that situation seems positive and fun and healthy. Brooklyn is hanging on to the eighth seed. The Celtics are clinging to the seventh seed and Fred Van Vliet is dragging the Raptors <laughs> to the sixth seed over them. Um, that kind of blows my mind. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not worried about any of the teams one through five. Although is there a chance that Chicago's a first round exit in the playoffs? I mean, if I'm they can't all be on the court. Yeah. If, if you have those, you have a good five if everybody's healthy, right? Lonzo, Caruso, uh, DeRozan, DeRozan and Levine. Levine. Yeah, like that's that's a good five. That's a really good five. But the problem is they're not all healthy. Right now it's Vooch and DeRozan. Ball, I can't remember the last time he played. Levine's been in and out of the lineup. Caruso 
uh, that flagrant a couple weeks ago. He's going to be out for a couple more months. He Patrick, be back yeah, so, yeah the, whole, the whole team's hard Patrick to play, even if they're healthy. Here. Yeah, I would pick against them in the first round against anyone. <laughs> is a, is I, a, I, I wouldn't. I actually like them a lot if they're healthy. If they're if they nah. are missing this many guys, the Rosen's not leading that down. Sorry, Levine is he unrestricted free agent next year? Or is he restricted? Yeah, after this after this season, it's unrestricted. Just like Mitchell Robinson. I just don't know. No, one is an all star. I just don't. I don't <laughs> understand why they, they didn't <laughs> sign him to a contract. Like that's crazy. Crazy. It no, is. like he's going to hit it the is. market, You're and someone right. is going to like give him a gazillion dollars. Yes. Yes. He's. he's God, watch me. The Spurs. I hate he's, them. I t- well, I told you my Spurs theory, Jared. That you, that oh, tell the listeners. Uh, I I think the most Spurs player that would be available is DeAndre. And Sarver is so cheap. So cheap. that I feel like Ooh. they could build around Aiton. Like, he's not Duncan. Or he's not, you know, he's not, he's yeah, not Robinson. Know. But. Hey, folks. Uh, someone's power went off. So we have to quickly go to the ending of this episode. So uh, thanks for listening. You didn't miss much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Let's wrap this up. Nothing else to talk about. Uh, What if if Memphis makes the finals? Miranda's acting different. That boy acting different. What jokey bet thing can I do that's embarrassing if the Grizzlies make the finals? Which they've never done. They're playing hell of ball right now. I just something in my heart tells me that like they're just not ready yet. All right, I'm I'm telling you. Like like they're a bunch of really great kids, but professional grown ass men, professional basketball players who have been to the finals Desmond before. Bain is who's been playing like a grown-ass man. Basically. Dude, I have Desmond Bain in the, the salary league, and I'm so glad I added him early on in the year, um, even though I'm towards the bottom of the league because of some I, other mistakes. When we got to – when the Sixers got there, I think it was like Bain and Maxi may have both been available. I was like, I don't know. Bain's pretty good. He's got good size. But, I mean, obviously, I'm happy they ended up with Maxi. But, yeah. I think the Suns and the Warriors are just going to – nah, they're just – they're too they're – too, They've been there. They're they're gonna look at the Memphis and go, oh, you're not afraid. Okay. Yeah. How long is how long is Draymond out? He'll be back. I'm not worried. And I'm not is, worried. Is 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 the James Wiseman hostage situation gonna end? Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Andrew Wiggins is an all-star junior. I did hear. I did hear. I did hear. There's so many people in California. You need to like weight limit like how much those folks coming up from California like for Lakers and Warriors players like deserve to be counted for. That's ridiculous. Hey man, you got to the team start. You figured out how to play basketball. Can't hate. All right. Do you want anyone to follow you on Twitter? Sure they can. They can. What's your tag? My tag is that Mr. Justin Powell, which is my name's probably a bad idea on the internet because someone can find me easier but yeah that's what it is all right well i'm at at jared russo also my name and at jared ross king also his full name uh thank you for listening and uh hopefully the guy recording the podcast next week will not lose his power